the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrip. The gunman police say is responsible for killing 49 people and wounding nearly two others. Uh, two dozen others in shootings in Christchurch, New Zealand this week has been charged with murder. Overseas... For the 18th straight weekend, police and yellow vest demonstrators clashed in Paris. Protests against President Emmanuel Macron continue, and they turned violent this weekend. French police tried to contain the demonstrators in the Champs-Élysées with repeated volleys of tear gas and water cannon, but with limited success. For the first time in his presidency, President Trump vetoed the congressional rejection of his emergency declaration to secure money for a border wall, saying Congress was reckless. A dozen GOP senators joined Democrats Thursday in rejecting the measure by a vote of 59 to 41. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt feels the Mueller investigation coming to an end. What do we have for analogies to the Mueller report? Um, It's not the Hindenburg. It's not dramatic. It's a flat tire. It's when you walk out and you find a flat tire. It's running out of gas. It is running out of gas when you just pull over and you can't believe you didn't check the gauge. Well, your gauge is broken. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8, on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Now, if you're uh, on the go a lot, ever have reception issues, you can always listen on the Patriot mobile app. Just download it for your uh, mobile device. We're on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. Or in the West Metro, 107.5 FM. Your forecast, we get through your Saturday, high near 34. Maybe a flurry tonight with a low near 22. Mostly cloudy, mid to upper 30s for Sunday. We'll be into the uh, low, low to mid 40s by early next week. Not bad. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The blinding splash of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shot in the dark. Don't forget, Brad Carlson coming up two, oh, excuse me, one to three tomorrow, as is uh, his his habit every uh, Sunday afternoon on the, on the AM 1280, The Patriot. King Banyan, Saturdays, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. I was riding on the Vomit Comet the other day. I'm sorry, the Green Line, for those of you who don't live in St. Paul. And I smelled something. I smelled something I haven't smelled in such intensity since I had babies with diapers to change. 
I looked down and I silently thanked God for the rather expensive but very watertight winter boots I had picked up not two weeks earlier. Uh, yes, someone had had a bit of an accident or perhaps a bit of an on purpose in a state of dissociative or either mentally or chemically dissociative state and left a puddle on the floor of the vomit comet. I thought, it's about time we had Senator Dave Osmond, our great friend of the Met Council Transit System, on the broadcast here today. Good afternoon, conservative and fellows. It was le- it was Legislator Day over at the Minnesota Zoo. That's what I smelled. But they oh. they did parole us. They, oh, good. they brought in a lot of legislators, <laughs> but they did allow us to leave, which I thought was rather nice of them. You're out on good behavior. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it's sort of interesting to be to be you know during the legislative session, we're sort of like the creatures on the floor that you have all yes. the people running around the you know around the building and on the gallery looking down on us. Yes. So it was sort of like putting the shoe on the other foot that we were on the outside looking <laughs> in at the inmates. So that's right. Oh, it was a good day. It was a good day. We had a lot of my a lot of good Republicans and even a few Democrats down down there and listening to what the zoo wants for their. Uh, funding requests and that kind of stuff, but I do get a free opportunity to bring the family to a zoo, which is one of those little unique things that you can you get as a legislator every once in a while. Absolutely. So you are hotly engaged in the Senate right now. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, we are the goalies. You are the goalies. <laughs> That's absolutely right. <laughs> Don't feel any pressure here right now, but you still have a DFL minority in the Senate, and they're still doing what DFLers do. Uh, introduce the sort of legislation that makes a lot of us sit back and go, oh, goodness gracious, dear Lord, protect my wallet. Uh, our our target today is Senator Gene Waginius. Representative. Representative Gene, Gene Representative Waginius. Oh, that's right. Doing what DFLers do. What, what's, 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 her, what's she nattering about on about this, uh, this well, week? Well, I share the Energy and Utilities Committee in the Senate. My counterpart uh, in, in a few different ways is Representative Gene Waginius from Minneapolis. Ah, yes. And she is in charge of, uh, I forget what the name is, but anyway, they, they are doing nothing but global warming things. And no, folks, I don't call it climate change. Climate change is just slick marketing. Right. It is global warming. And, of course, it's always entertaining that they have spent all of January and into February during a polar vortex talking about global warming. That is always an entertaining part. Climate isn't weather, Senator Osmond. <laughs> don't shake that finger at me. <laughs> well, she's up to nothing but no good. If you think that taxes are bad in Minnesota, you ain't seen nothing yet because what she wants to do is nothing short of doing Ocasio-Cortez's uh, new Green Deal thing that's going to cost us billions. Wait. Here, I, I'll do. I'll put the finger to my lips like. Let me grab uh, Bigglesworth. Here's Bigglesworth. There you go. Billions and billions of dollars. Wow. She I, wants to. Oh, and the Walls administration is just as bad. Walls administration just referenced a report from the Mike Knight Foundation, which was funded, which was funded to do this through this global warming group that gets paid right. to produce global warming reports. Funny how they come up with global warming when it's, they're paid to come up with it. Right. Uh, they 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 based their their McKnight Foundation. They had assumptions. I, it was a 100-page report, and I just paged through it to find the re- assumptions. Right. They, the Walls administration wants us to do the following in order to go to zero carbon by 2050. This is their plan. They, want, they are going to tell us that our fleet of residential and commercial vehicles will be converted to electric vehicles, 70% will be electric vehicles by 2050. Now, oh. who on the face... Now, that's an interesting idea. Who in God's name think that that really is going to happen? And do we have enough precious metals? By the, by, by the way, for those folks who don't know what that means, that means the stuff that we want to mine on the Iron Range. It's the special, you know, precious metals that we need for these batteries. Darn! 
So they want us to be 70% electric vehicles by 2050, which is unrealistic beyond all measure. And then on top of that, they said, we're also going to take all the furnaces out of your house. Ha! And they're gonna we're gonna replace them with heat pumps as well as commercial biz- buildings will have heat pumps in them. How many trillions of dollars are you gonna have? Are we gonna have to spend in the private sector to make that happen? It's the most un. You might as well have said that that unicorns are gonna come down and sprinkle fairy dust to make this work. And and of course they will power these electric cars and these these electric heat pumps uh-huh. with the safe. Uh, absolutely uh, high energy and low pollution, uh, like non-polluting nuclear power plants, uh, whose technology has been proven and wh- who have which have killed no people via radiation in their entire history. Mm, Wait, wrong. What? what? Wrong. What? Wrong. <laughs> Would you like to take another guess? Uh, I I don't know if I dare. Let me guess. It's all coal powered. <laughs> mm, wrong. Take well, another guess. Well, it will be coal powered well, because w- wind and solar is not going to pick uh, pick up the, ding, the ding, slack. Ding, 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 there you ding, go. There. They want to tell us that we're going to be, we're going to increase, we're going to have windmills all over the place. You won't be able to shake a dead cat without hitting a turbine. Oh yeah. And but by the way, boys and girls, when you, when people, when an environmentalist comes up and talks to you about having windmills and all these turbines, okay, the electricity coming from them is on par with with coal, and these subsidies are going off. However, here's the problem: when we go underneath 22 degrees below zero, which incidentally. That happens in Minnesota in the wintertime. Oh, yeah? Guess what happens to the turbines? Uh, they get brittle and they break. Wrong. They shut off. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, too. They well, shut off too. To, to stop themselves from being brittle and breaking. Right, right. So when it gets coldest, the coldest it can be around here, right. we're going to have no wind power. And by the way, we also at the same time had a lot of snow. We didn't have any solar or any wind output. There's the University of Minnesota Morris yes. has is 100% green energy. Well, good for them. Uh. But they are turbine and solar energy powered. And you know what happened to them during the vortex? Uh, they had to go. Go to backup power. <laughs> I, it's interesting because I, I drove to my mom's place in northwestern North Dakota uh-huh. during a cold stretch earlier in the winter. And there's this huge, I mean, 50-mile-long wind farm along Highway uh-huh. 83 as you're heading from Bismarck to Minot. It's just windmills everywhere yep. you go. And maybe about 10% of them were spinning. And this is North Dakota, the home of wind, the yep. place where the wind never stops. And it's but it got a little chilly. But also home of what? Coal energy. They uh, have true. hundreds of years of coal. And I was out there this summer. Yep. Uh, I, 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 a little tip. Go out to North Dakota if you're going to tour a coal farm and a coal plant mm-hmm. during the summer. Because it's awfully darn cold in the winter, Mr. Global Warmingist people that are out there. Wait, wait. I, I, <laughs> I, I've just been mound-splained. Uh, I, a North Dakota native, have been have been mound-splained about the climate in North Dakota. Okay, carry on. Yes. But it's just yes, shocking. It's, yes. it, it's shocking what Jean Wagenius and her claptrap even democrats aren't swallowing this anymore there's really? a there's a couple on that committee there was one day and they were holding a hearing over in the in the in the house about two or in the in the capitol about two three weeks ago and uh our one of our dfl friends he stomped out of there after he screamed <laughs> and i went oh, really? I, and, and i ran over there as fast as i could with a can of gasoline to pour it on the open fire <laughs> no you no not me mind blown <laughs> absolutely so uh what i thought was interesting this past week was uh and and by the way i if you if you have a legislator uh, and, and you want to forestall this sort of nonsense, it behooves you to get in touch with them and say, hey, look, the Green New Deal is neither green nor new nor especially a deal. Only if you want to pay a lot of money. 
Well, some people do. Right. And we have to deal with these reactors. And and it boggles my mind that Democrats don't see that even if we go to more and more renewables, you have to have something as a baseload generation. And even under the wildest of good circumstances, you're never going to get above 40% and 40% renewables. Right. And even then, if you are up at 40 to 50% renewables, you suddenly do have something happen to you called a transmission problem. Right. We will have to start building for billions and billions more transmission lines in order to, in order to distribute this energy in a proper and efficient manner, not to mention the fact without bottlenecks, which will cause issues and brownouts and blackouts. Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it is insane. It is clinically insane, and we have to deal with energy in the right way. We do have a plan called the the. We just we're marking up the bill in my Senate Edu- Energy Commi- Committee, Senator Senjum. And he said this is the biggest thing he's ever done in legislatively is, is the clean energy plan. And this is going to be changing the dynamic. Instead of measuring things with percentages and having all these goals, we're just going to put forth common sense, rational-based market approaches to actually dealing with energy in Minnesota. So we're still working on it. <clears throat> it's a good thing. And it's a good thing to get away from all this 20 by 30, 70 by 90, 110 by 2 million, whatever the numbers you want to come up with. Um, right. But believe me, if you hear anything coming out of Wiginius's mouth, uh, don't worry, you should be voting no and saying no. <laughs> and, and, and letting your legislators know how they should be voting on it as well. Uh, we've got about a minute and a half remaining, Senator Osmeck. How about the Met Council? I mean, they're, they would seem to have gotten a, a new lease on life with the DFL majority and the DFL governor. Where, where are we at with that? Well, first off, I will say this, and you won't believe this coming out of this kid's mouth, that uh, the new chair, who is Nora Slawick, she is a former legislator. She's a former mayor. Right. I've had her in my office. She actually gets it. She understands there needs to be accountability. My Met Council plan is moving has moved out of state government. I believe it's now on the Senate floor, okay. and we're going to pass it out. This is a different approach where cities get to chime in on who's going to be representing them. Okay. So <clears throat> go out and look at it. It's certainly online. Uh, I'm hopeful we can get it through, and I've worked with with uh, Chairman Slawick. Uh, I'm hopeful, but I, I guess you never know. Yeah, it, I mean, the odds of getting through the, the, the House, and, and it would seem to be long from, long, from the sound of it. Long or slim or none. Uh, but sort, of like the odds, sort of like the odds of the Democrats' gun control legislation getting through the Senate. Something to that effect. I tell you what, though. If the Democrats want to accept Castle Doctrine and constitutional carry... You know, maybe now we got some, you know, that's, as far as I'm concerned, that's as common sense as some of the stuff that they're doing, which is stripping you of your Fourth Amendment rights. True. So, you know what, if we want to talk about this, let's have both sides have a good discussion and some things that we want from a conservative Second Amendment group being part of the discussion. You know, it's certainly worth discussing. Uh, Senator Dave Osmeck, uh, what will you look for this coming week at the uh, the Senate here? uh, About 30 seconds. We're going to keep working on We have a renewable development account spending bill, which actually is going to reduce the amount of money, energy costs for your your company or for your personal use. Uh, We're going to work on that. And then on the 25th, on Monday, I have a fundraiser. So this is a shameless plug. Or yeah, shameless that's alert. Right. Shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. Uh, at Back Channel Brewing in Spring Park on County Road 15, mm-hmm. uh, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock on Monday the 25th, Jason Lewis is coming in. We're hopeful maybe he's going to run and take out Angie Craig. We, we can only hope. But uh, it, Jason's going to be there. He's a friend of mine. Uh, I'm raising money because I am one of the hunted now, and we certainly want to make sure I am not one of the victims. Absolutely. We have to have uh, Jason Lewis on the broadcast here one of these days if he's talking about uh, Ryan 
represent this district again. Senator Dave Osmond, thanks for stopping by. Absolutely. Back Thank to, you. Back to the zoo in more ways than one. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, Reverend Tim Christopher joins us. We talked about him last week. Oh, we'll be talking some more. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. We work hard our entire lives to provide for our families with the hope one day to enjoy our retirement. Our whole lives, we've been told what to do with our investments, and now we're nervous that we may not have enough to live the life we want. Learn to be the best steward of your money. At Online Trading Academy, we offer a free investing class. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone, use keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in Minnesota. This is sportsmanship. School sports. It's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. Social media marketing is on the verge of dominating commerce. The right social media strategy can help you slay the competition and gain new customers. We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers AM 1280 The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network 651-289-4488 the number to call should you care to join me and I hope you do we're also on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show Here for your service. Operators are standing by. 
And it's my pleasure to introduce uh, someone we talked about at great length on this broadcast a couple weeks ago, uh, a person you've probably heard about if you've been listening to this broadcast at this station or anything uh, in the pro-Second Amendment media nationwide over the couple weeks, uh, Reverend Tim Christopher from Berean Missionary Baptist Church in North Minneapolis. Reverend okay. Christopher, thanks for coming out today. Well, thank you for having me. Listen, well, so you, you are known to uh, Second Amendment supporters nationwide now for your, let's just say, fiery and pugnacious testimony right. in front of John Lesh's division at the uh, the House Judiciary Division a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, we'll get back to that in a moment here, because you said some things about about the, uh, the DFL legislators' uh, uh, legislature's gun control proposals that, well, spoke the truth, which, of course, is kind of inconvenient for various parties at the Capitol. But let's talk about, uh, first of all, you are uh, you are the minister at Berean Missionary Baptist Church. Tell the audience a little bit about the church and the neighborhood. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, I am one of the ministers okay. at Berean Missionary Baptist Church. Okay. We serve under Dr. Charles Ford, Okay, um, who is our uh, pastor of the church. So that's one thing I definitely want to clear up today because <laughs> a lot of people have been calling me pastor and I'm like, no, I'm not a pastor. You're not. It's not my church. I call it my church because that's where I go and that's why I preach. Gotcha. You, know, you catch me there on, uh, you know, any, any, any day of the week. Okay. Uh, on there. So that, that's one thing, but, um, but pastor or not, you are, as you pointed out in your testimony, you are rather intimately involved in the neighborhood, in the community around you, the community that has, uh, suffered greatly under a wide variety of violence for as long as I have lived in the Twin Cities and then, and then considerably longer. And, uh, and as crime rates statewide drop has continued, to remain lamentably violent. Uh, so tell so you're not the pastor, but you are involved heavily in the community. Tell us a little bit about the background there. Right. One of the things, well, I, I started back in, we was over there in 93, 94, 95, and we knocked a house down in North Minneapolis, literally right in the middle of Murderapolis, right. and we built a house there. Wow. And uh, then that's when I really got involved in the community. Matter of fact, the Fairview Park there uh i was one of the guys involved in putting in a the, the computer really when american online was hot <laughs> okay. we put a, yes sir we we put a computer in that um um park because one of the things that i saw as i went out in other com- communities uh they had computers right there was no computers for the black kids right so we put a that's that's pretty much got what my start of helping out in the neighborhood. Plus, I was in the neighborhood. Right. Uh, went to run for one, one of the seats on the board of the housing and things of that sort. So that's pretty much where I started. So I'm here now where, like I said, I, I do whatever I can do to get these young men that's standing on these corners to understand that this isn't the way to go. Right. Uh, there's a better way in this, and we need to get educated. One of the things that I've been pushing for, and you know, my, my wife can contest to this, is starting a, a ministry. Right. I want to start a prison ministry, and through that ministry, I want to help these young men who are coming out of prison. Right. And when they come out of prison, I want to make sure that they are role models for the community. 
a black kid should role model shouldn't be a drug dealer. Right. And, and he shouldn't want to be the top seller on his block. And it shouldn't be the best option available to them in life as they're looking ahead at age 15 that's to right. what they want to do. That's right. Yeah. But that's the way it is. Right. You, you get more street cred when you go to prison. Right. And then when you get out. Right. It should not be that way. And that's one of the things, by the way, just to sidetrack very briefly, that I, this has become kind of a, a, something I hammer on hard with people on both sides of uh, the violence issue, the crime issue, and the gun issue that, that, that gets dragged into that is intervening with kids who are at risk of being sucked into the gang lifestyle is has to has to be involved somewhere because that's really where the pipeline to carnage starts really is is getting into a lifestyle that glorifies the violence that you see uh, all over the country and lamentably north minneapolis and it's in the music yeah I mean, the, the music plays a huge part. Oh yeah, of of what what's going on and, and things that's been done. I, you know, uh, you you want, might not know this by looking at me, Reverend Christopher. <laughs> okay. At one point, about the time you all were moving into North Minneapolis, I was known as the best bald white father of two rap disc jockey in the Twin Cities. Oh really? Now worked a couple R and B bars, and I remember hearing the initial waves of gangster rap that were coming out. I said. Huh. Glorifying violence. Uh, you know, it's kind of kind of almost like fun and games at this point, but this cannot end well. And I hate to say that I was right uh, 25 years later. You so was right. I was I was right. I, th- I remember a lot of, of people in the community at the time because yeah, I worked in some bars that we had a lot of clientele from North Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they came on and said, you know, a lot of us, uh, uh, you know, Keep the Prince, keep the keep the Morris Day coming, but a lot of this gangster rap is real. Does not reflect well on the community here, and 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 yet here we are, twenty five years later, and we have a subset of the community that does glorify violence, that does think it's that 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 glorify beyond just finding it acceptable, glorifies it, and you're seeing the result of that around in the neighborhood around the church. Yes, sir, and 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 it's hitting hard. Yeah, um, I, I. One thing I always I get into it back and forth with people online is when they they go after me about, you know, putting down um, the music. Right. But I've never heard a country singer um, tell somebody that he's going to put one between his eyes. I've never heard a country singer uh, put down his women. True. Hello. We're the only set of group of people who take that type of music and think it's something and run with it. Little bit of 80s hair metal, but that kind of came yeah, a and bit. went. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. but that, that, that was done. Yeah. But we hung on to it. Yeah. And we, we ran with it. And now we're at a point where, w- what I'm saying is this here. Right. These bills that they're putting out there right now yeah. will not do anything for the black community. There, there's nothing. Let me, let me, can, can I just take Absolutely. you through a scenario real quick? We got three and a half minutes before we even have to take a break. Go okay, right ahead. Watch this here real, real quick. No problem. Okay, so everybody always talking about, well, why don't they go tell? Mm-hmm. Let me take you through a scenario. Yes. So I go tell that you, you're a criminal now, have beat me up. Yeah. I go to the cops. I snitch on you. Right. Before I get home. You're standing in my driveway. Yeah. I call the police up and say, hey, I fear for my life. This guy is going to do something. They're going to say, hey, has he done anything? Right. I'm going to say no. They're going to say we can't do anything. They, they can only react. We don't get protected right. the same way somewhere else. Right. I, I can move to Plymouth and the police will probably put up a barricade for me. Right. So I can go back and forth to work. 
don't work that way down there. No, it doesn't. So we don't snitch. Right. And if you don't snitch, then how does that bill work for you? Yeah. What does it do for someone who don't tell? Red flag, you got... That's what it's about. Am right. I, am I correct? Absolutely. I that's, just want to make sure. I'm not right. only that, but the universal registry, the or the universal registry bill depends on people saying, "Hey, someone's got a gun that they didn't uh, they didn't re- take a background check for." Uh, go, come on, take a look at this person here. That's, that's, you know, that, that depends on informants as well here. So both of them depend on the community going, "Hey, help us out here." That's right. Yeah. And by the way, that's, I thought that was interesting as well, because you talk about the, the lack of police response in North Minneapolis. And I, and I remember a statistic back when Black Lives Matter right. was at its peak. And I interviewed a representative of the group, had a great conversation uh, with, with them as well. They made some good points, a few points they had to disagree with. But there was a poll that came out about the time, uh, about that time where, where African-Americans li- living in North Minneapolis had about a 30 percent approval rating. For BLM, and that hinged around the fact that most African Americans who live in the neighborhood would direly love to have a lot more police presence up there rather than less. I mean, there's complications to it. Uh, the police in, in, in relations with the African American community are not necessarily by any means smooth. That's right. On the other hand, someone to try and and and, and keep the, the the shooting down, keep the violence uh, pushed elsewhere, to 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 maybe apprehend someone once in a time would be once upon a time would be welcome. That's what, right. Yeah. Well, don't don't yeah. don't get me wrong, real yeah. quick. Don't oh, yeah. don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, no, no one up there is saying that. They don't need the police, right? Okay, so so that that's that that's way 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 off. Fair enough. Um, the p- police are needed, right? There's no ifs ands or buts about that. But here's the thing, right? It's about how they do their job, exactly. And as a that's the difference. And, and as a white middle class libertarian, I'm absolutely with you. <laughs> that's yeah, they've got they've got the color inside the lines, the same as everyone else. They've that's got right. rules, the accountability they have to follow, and they can't be. Uh, yeah, the, the the qualified immunity needs some kind of reform. Anyway, uh, Reverend Christopher, what I want to do is we're almost up to a break here. Okay, and uh, I, we'll go the rest of the hour here because this is just I've been looking forward. to This is a fascinating conversation for me here. And by the way, I'm going to throw this open to callers as well. It's 651-289-4488, or you can join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N show. Uh, but what I want to do when we come back is just talk a little bit about, first of all, the the, the bills that the DFL is bringing and, and, and the basis from which you launched your incend, I don't want to say incendiary, but rather impassioned testimony against those bills at the House Judiciary Division a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And then we can throw this open for audience questions here, because I'm sure we'll have a few of them out there. So once again, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. We're talking with Reverend uh, Tim Christopher, and uh, from, from not the head pastor not the head pastor, pastor. No, i got that right i here. had to make sure i cleared that up gotta check those facts <laughs> and get the chain of command correct uh if you got questions comments uh feedback anything you want to talk about 651-289-4488 northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot Do 
you have a pressure washer in your shop? Have you been keeping up on the maintenance? Looking for scale buildup in the coil? Lubricating the unloader valve? Changing the pump oil? Things need to be done to keep your machine running at peak performance. Let American Pressure take the worry of pressure washer maintenance off your plate. Call us today to line up a preventative maintenance schedule. 763-521-4442. Come on into the Rack Shack's new Egan location and wrap your taste buds around the Patriot Burger. Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, here with Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue. How are you liking that new Egan location? Oh man, Egan is wonderful. We have so much more space and a dynamic center that allows us to better serve our in-store customer as well as our catering clients. You know, Keith, our listeners love the Patriot Burger almost as much as the Patriot. It's a brisket and chuck half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly flies out of the top of the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Get it? $12.80? Best burger in the USA. You really have to try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue's new Egan location. We're just a mile east of Cedar Avenue on Cliff Road in the heart of Cedar Cliff Center. You'll love our new digs. Come and see us today, or join us at RackShackBarbecue.com. Rack Shack Barbecue, remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 366 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. A worn-out battery can cause your phone to die really quickly. Don't pay to upgrade to a new phone. Let Arby's replace your old worn-out iPhone battery with a new one. We can also replace screens, cameras, and power connections so you can give your iPhone problems the boot. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, you can listen to our special Prepare and Respond broadcast on demand. Just visit the podcast page at am1280thepatriot.com. You'll have practical tips on planning for an emergency situation, securing your school, your office building, your church, preventing cyber attacks, real attacks, whatever. It's vital information. To take a listen today and share with a friend or a co-worker or a uh, co-congregant, the Prepare and Respond podcast, am1280thepatriot.com. 
We are talking with Reverend Tim Christopher from uh, Berean uh, Missionary Baptist Church in North Minneapolis. And let's just cut right to the Judiciary Committee. First of all, anybody that can shut John Lesh up for 60 minutes, uh, six minutes rather, is a is a hero in my sight. Let's give a, <laughs> go a little bit into your background. We discussed this, by the way, for the Minnesota Gun uh, Report podcast, which is coming out Monday, by the way. You, descri- you, you are in some ways would be atypical for a, a gun rights supporter. You're obviously African-American. You are uh, a, a, also a... But you're also... Uh, you vote Democrat? For, for I, know, I, I vote Democrat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't hide that, and I, nope. don't, I don't back away from that or say. Nor should you. The, you know. the gun rights movement in Minnesota is completely nonpartisan, and uh, we, we take all comers. Right. Yeah. Right. No, no. Um, and it, kind of get back to explaining yes. where, how, how I... Exactly. This all got here was... But we we lived in in North Minneapolis, and and I did all we worked and where we was a Kool Aid house, and, and um, that that's my wife Tina Christopher. We've met. Yes, yes, sir. Um, but the we was a Kool Aid house. I mean, yeah. we we had kids to, for days at my house. We oh, had yeah. kids right that spent the night and everything. Oh yeah. And it got to a point to where we got broken into six times. We got our cars broken into. They broke in our house one night. Well, we messed up and left our car outside. And they broke in the car, used the garage opener to open up the door, crawled up under the garage door. And and this was a perfect storm. That happened. Then my wife had left her purse on the um, island, in the middle of the island. My phone, my work phone was there. Everything was there. So they got in. Grabbed all that stuff while we was upstairs sleeping. Oof. Yes, that's that's because usually what happened is I would get up, I would go down, I would check the house, lock up, turn the lights off, set the alarm, go to bed. Right. This night we was watching the show. We both fell asleep, and just so happened they broke in that night while we was asleep. Wow. Stole stuff out of the house, and that that pretty much was it. You know, uh, they beat my kids up, took their bikes, Ouch. stole where you know. Well, no. Really? No, it was it when they stole my barbecue grill. No. <laughs> but they stole me. They Man's got to have priorities. Right? <laughs> right? So they stole my barbecue grill. And I was upset. And it was right before 4th of July. Oh. It was, what, three, two, three days before 4th of July. That's cold. That was cold. So I knew right then and there it was time. So um, we ended up, I ended up saying, you know, that's it. Right. I, I've I've tried and tried and tried to do my best for this community. It's it's time for me to go because I was putting my my family at risk. Right when you have hookers getting tackled in front of your house, or police tackling them, you got uh, you can't take your kids to the park because there there's syringes that's laying around there. Um, they they're stopping drug dealers right literally right across the street from our house. Right. I mean, it, it was it was bad. Yeah. So we pulled up out of there, and I got my family as far away from there as we possibly could. And that had to yeah. hurt. I mean, you had invested a fair chunk. You'd, you'd pulled down an old house. You'd built you'd built yep. a new stake in, in, in North yep. Minneapolis. And yeah, had to, to, yeah, I can't imagine that could have been financially rewarding either. No, because another, huh. another thing is we couldn't, we, we refused, I refused to put my kids in the the, pu- the public schools down Oh, there. can't say as a blame. So we would drive our kids from um, Minneapolis to Hopkins. Every day, yeah, and especially when it was snowing, it was crazy. Oh yeah, <laughs> so we would drive them back and forth, go pick them up, have to you know leave work, go pick them up, bring bring them home. But here's the thing: uh, my God tells me that I'm supposed to take care of the oppressed. Right. The, the the God that I serve 
that tells me that I'm supposed to speak for those who can't speak. The God that I serve tells me that I'm supposed to help uplift someone. That's Christ's example. I had to go back. Right. I had to go back and do something. I had to go back and make some noise. I had to go back and try to get people to see that, hey, you can get up out of here. You can do better and you can do different. Right. And that's pretty much how this whole thing started with me just working with that. I'm I'm a prison mentor, uh, mentor guys from anywhere from 17 to 21 uh, while they're while they got a year in prison and then work with them when they get out. Um, The heartbreaking thing about that is you work with a guy for a whole year. You get to know him. You set things up for him. You get them ready when they come out. They get out. They hang out with you for, you know, a couple of weeks and then they get back in with their friends. And the next thing you know, they're back in prison. I have four guys that do that. Oh, man. Four that, that, that happened to. So that's when this whole thing came about with me saying, I've got to start bringing mentors back to this here community. Right. And it has to be hard and frustrating and, and sometimes feel kind of fruitless to be that mentor in, in that environment. Yeah, it is. I mean, it takes it takes divine inspiration to stick with it, I would imagine. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I had, like I said, I had mothers calling me. So I'm, I'm a mentor to this guy. I got the mothers calling me up. Can can, is, can you can you find him? Can you look for him? Can can oh. we get in touch with him? Is there anything we can do? Which brings us to the beginning of your testimony at the judicial division. Now, this this brings me to a, something that's been a hot button for me for a while here. I was at uh, the uh, the Pride Festival for the Gun Owners Caucus last summer, just basically representing for gun rights among among LGBTs who who happened to be adopting concealed carry permits in, in numbers greater than the general population, which is kind of interesting. But I did have some come, uh, someone come up to me and say, well, we need to do something about the violence. What violence are you talking about? The violence in North Minneapolis, in Dayton's Bluff, Chicago, Detroit, Baltimore, Newark. Uh, and those could be, no, I don't care about that. I'm talking about school shootings. There have been 50 kids killed in schools in the last five years, 50, 60 kids, Six, 50, 60 too many. But that's like a weekend's death toll in, 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 in cities that are beset by the same pathologies that North Minneapolis has. Mm-hmm. And that's where, the re- that's where the real serious constant violence is. That's the vi- where the violence that is warping society actually is. And there's a part of our society that just doesn't seem to want to be compelled to care about it. And that's the part that has drawn up these two pieces of legislation against which you spoke a couple weeks ago. Uh, bills that would ma- basically create a registry of guns uh, in the hands of the law abiding, but not criminals. Right. And bills that would uh, b- pass the red flag confiscation orders that would uh, intervene if so- with, uh, without due process if someone was uh, expressing an interest to commit violence against themselves or others and take their guns away, but not the gasoline, the knives, the rope, the gas ovens, the, uh, the, the cars, anything else. Stuff that would have zero impact in North Minneapolis or any of the other places where crime is an endemic problem in the society. And you tore that apart like a dog going after a steak, Reverend Christopher. I just have to say that was um, speech is my family business. And I just thought this, this is some, some fantastic oratory. And you just, uh, kudos to you right there for starters. Well, it's true. Think about it. Absolutely. In in 1990, what did we have in, in the black community? We had crack that went through there and tore families apart. Yes. Literally just decimated. Parts of the black community. Absolutely. 
Nobody cared. Right. That, that was you didn't hear nobody talk about it. You didn't hear no no clinics being open. You didn't hear no money going forward no. to, to to help these people who are laid out on the streets, whose kids didn't eat during the you know certain time during the day because their parents was out doing this. Oh, yeah. Black men going to jail like crazy. Nobody said a word about that. And 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 that's we. That's why I met my wife. I met my wife in California. I was in, we was in California when this stuff was going down. Right. And I saw it firsthand. Right. And I didn't see nobody come in and do nothing. Right. I mean, this is, now, this is on the heels, I mean, on the heels of Nancy Reagan going around talking about say no to drugs. Right. On the heels of that. Say, <laughs> you, say no to drugs, but yet the whole black community is going up in smoke. And right. only thing you got to say to us is say no to drugs. Are you serious? A little on the simplistic side. Yeah, as a as someone who's converted to conservatism by Reagan, yeah. that even that kind of made me blanch just a little bit. A little oversimplification there. Absolutely. So, uh, Re- Reverend Christopher, you 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 spoke out convincingly against these two laws because they will have nothing to do with the violence that's tearing the community in North Minneapolis apart. Obviously, you know this. I know this. Anyone who's been paying attention to the issue know this. Uh, what? What does the legislature need to do? What can people do about the the issue of violence in North Minneapolis? The, it, exactly what I'm asking them to do. Which we is, need to step up, and we we need mentors in the black community. Right. We need we need to give these kids a reason to say, you know what, I can go out and get a twenty dollar an hour job. Right. I can go for that American dream. Here's the American dream. For those kids should look just like the American dream in Plymouth and Maple Grove and in Hopkins and any other place. They should have the same American dream. They should say, I want a house. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to pay my I want to pay my taxes. I want the wife. I want the two kids. I want the fish. I want the dog. I want the ride in lawnmower. That's what they should be going for. Not Who's going to be the highest seller on the corner this week? And by the way, when people have that, then they start saying, you know what? I I want my kids to be able to walk to a decent school without having to to, to low crawl through cover to get there. That's right. Absolutely. And and worry about what happens when they get there as well. That's right. So where where do the mentors come from? I mean, you're not the first person who's expressed the need for these mentors and some form of intervention with these kids uh, when they're in the community and they're most at risk and can still be saved, by the way. I mean, when they can still be pulled back from the brink of a life of crime where do the mentors come from urban Christopher? well you know what if they're gonna look up to the so-called you know drug dealers yeah well when they get out of jail why can't we make the mentors instead instead of instead of this 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 cir- gate circle the revolving, revolving door, door yeah. of these guys going in and jail going in and jail going in and jail and half of them what one, one of the things that i learned yeah. from talking to a lot of them is they get out of jail they can't find a job right right so yeah. if i can't find a job i can't pay for the time that I was in jail. See right. that that that's what people don't get. Yeah. When they when they sit here and they talk about, you know, felons and they, they talk about criminals. Well, they gotta understand that when I get out, I've gotta find a job right away because I've gotta pay the government back oh. for being there. And if I can't do that, guess what happened? You get pulled right back I'd in. I go right back to jail. We're talking with Reverend Tim Christopher from Berean Missionary Baptist Church in North Minneapolis. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, about the, the bills against which you testify and some of the social background that leads to this uh, and much more. We'll take your calls, by the way, also at 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
1280 The Patriot. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. It is so exciting to think that the Lord loves us in such a way that He sent His Son to provide the way for us to be directed perfectly, gently, and effectively. C.S. Lewis bluntly stated this fact, Aim at heaven, and you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth, and you will get neither. None of us can serve two masters. We try, but we cannot do it. As the hymn says, Keep your eyes upon Jesus, and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim. I pray that we can be used by each other to exhort and edify the church and grow the real kingdom. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's Word to examine our hearts and our motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166. Or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. He arrived right at noon to get the toilet in shape, when all of a sudden, their dog Hershey escaped. And rather than stand there flat on his feet, he set down his tools and chased her down the street. He's your Benjamin Franklin plumber, and he's a true legend. 952-933-8888. Save $200 on water heaters. Dogs love warm baths, too. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. The number to call if you want to talk with myself and Reverend Tim Christopher from Berean Baptist Church, Berean Missionary Baptist Church, North Minneapolis. And uh, by the way, so we also uh, have operators standing by at uh, on Twitter at hashtag NARN show. We got a caller on the line. We'll get to him in just a moment here, Reverend Christopher. But there was something you said at the testimony that I just I, I couldn't quite place the context of it. It made sense. But you're asking people to care. You're asking people to to give a damn. I believe is your quote about about the uh, we need Mike three up here uh, uh, about uh, the carnage going on and the the loss of human life, uh, both literally and and figuratively in North Minneapolis here. And I didn't know what was behind that request for people to care, 
But uh, you, you mentioned that it ties back to a remark by my favorite DFL legislator, John Lesh. Uh, what, what, what happened there? This is at the beginning of the video. I missed it. It was like in the background noise. What, what did John Lesh say? Well, my, my, my initial reason for being there, I just, had, I just wanted to ask a question. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask uh, what her name, the, the, the lady from 32B, yeah. who is the so-called author of this bill. Right. I wanted to ask her what specifically does this bill do for the black community? Right. And then I was told that you can't ask questions. Oh, really? So I was kind of, I was that, that, that what kind of set me off because I'm, I'm like, you can take my rights, but I don't have a right to ask you a question. Yeah. What? Something's wrong here. Those are the rules. So, (laughs) so I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm kind of steamed because number one, they're not, they're not watching. Right. They, They didn't watch. No one testified. They was on their phones. They was looking at their computers, and I'm sitting there going, "Don't you guys care?" Right. And that's what that honestly, that's what set the whole thing off. Oh yeah. When I went up there initially, that's all I. I I'm serious. I was just going to go up there, and I was going to sit down, and I was going to say, "Can someone explain to me?" Because he said, "Because he said you have a minute and thirty seconds." That's what he said to me. Right. So I was really going to just. Take the minute and 30 seconds. Uh, was, was the full quote, you have a minute and 30 seconds to make me care? Was that what he said? No, 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 oh, no, 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 okay. no, 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 My no, bad. No, no, no. I, I heard no, you wrong. Okay. okay. No, no, no. I, no, that, that. I dislike John Lesh, but not that much. Okay. okay. No, 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 no. Let, let's, let's make sure. Fair I, enough. I, I, you know, I know how, 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 uh, um. Um, things can things tend can, to blow up. No, absolutely. No, no, no. He, he did not say that. He did, not, okay. he did not say that. I have what some faith said, in human nature. What he said to me was, I, I. Reverend Christopher, you have a minute and 30 seconds for your testimony. Right. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, are you kidding me? Wow. You let these so-called experts right. who guy from the NRA right. sit here for, you know, 10 minutes. Right. Spouting that whatever he's saying. Right. And so me, John Q, the man that you want to disarm, you're right. going to give me a minute that's not happening. <laughs> and it didn't. And, and it did. You know, you that, went, that, no. you, it was six well-spent minutes, no. and, and, and it actually, I think it set the committee kind of back on it. I walked by a group of uh, the Dreamsicles as I was walking out, the women in the orange shirts, yeah. and uh, in one of the hearing rooms, and their just jaws, had, as you were testifying, uh, their jaws had dropped, and they were kind of like, wow, what hit us? It was it was glorious to watch. But well, can I say one you thing may, about absolutely. them real quick? Yes, yes. Now, See what people and, and another thing people are missing. If you go back in 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 that that first video that's out now, right? If you listen to what I said, this is what I said. Yeah, I said I've worked with Mom's Demand. Right, I've, I've been in their meetings. Uh, yep, I know the guy from every town who I'm going to still have a lunch with. Right. Okay. So I just want to make sure that everybody realized that 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 I. It's going to take everybody pushing to move this mountain. Right. I I I know that, and I realize that, and right. I'm 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 willing to work with anybody. Fair I, enough. I don't I don't care. I mean, you 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 consider yourself you you would say a Republican? I'm a conservative. A conservative, yep. but kind of a Republican on that side, right? That's right. So everybody always say, you know, okay, then what 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 have the Democrats done for you? Right. Uh, to be totally honest with you, uh, they they've let me down. Don't get me wrong. But uh, every now and then, right. I get some type of hope that they're going to do right. 
And by the way, I have the same reaction on my side of the aisle as well. I grew up as a Democrat, so I've been disappointed by both sides my entire life. I grew, up, the- a re- I grew up as a Republican. <laughs> I, my, I, I've got a father that's in the, uh, that was a Marine for uh, 23 years. I'll do it. I got a brother that was in the Air Force. I got a sister that was in the Army. And my niece just graduated the Navy out of the Navy, actually, uh, okay. out, out of that. So we we we've always believed that the Demo- I mean, the Republicans take care of my daddy's check. So I'm going to vote for them. Absolutely. So so we uh, let's take uh, let's take a call from Dresser, Wisconsin. Joe, oh. you got about uh, about thirty seconds here. Joe, go ahead and uh, fire a question off at Reverend Christopher here. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Um, I mean this in all sincerity. I don't want it to sound confrontational, but I was just curious how familiar the Reverend was with the Democrat policies that are causing a lot of these problems. So he said he voted for the Democrats, and then also their their history um, uh, being black and a uh, pastor with, you know, uh, their push for abortion. It's a good question right say. there. And, and we get, we're we so up against the break right now, and I want to jam in as much uh, conversation as I can. Reverend Christopher, you kind of touched on the answer to that question earlier. I mean, you you are a Democrat for a variety of reasons. You've been let down in some ways, but you have other reasons that uh, that, that bring you to the, that keep you in the Democratic Party. Uh, I, not to speak for you, go right ahead. Do you have an answer? Well, I mean, uh, can I keep it straight real here? Absolutely. Or, 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 Go do, for do it. Do we have to – the, the, the bottom line comes down this here to, to me. Mm-hmm. I did not vote for Jeff Johnson because Jeff Johnson didn't give a care about my community. Jeff Johnson did not come down to North Minneapolis to go after the people, to talk to the people. Huge beef I have with statewide he, Republican candidates right there. I've been trying to get them to come into the – I've been a charter school parent for much of my kids' childhood. Right. Could not get them to come in to talk to the charter school community, which right. 80% African-American immigrant or English as a second language. They need to reach out to them, so I'm with you on that. I would have I voted for Jeff. Really? Uh, yes, I would have. Like I said, look, if if you're going to do right yes. and you're going to treat people right and you're going to go by what it says in the Bible. Yes. Now, I, abortions, no, nah, no, nah, don't believe. So, so with so, you there. So I, I wanted I definitely wanted to answer that question because he wanted to make sure he got that in there. Yes. So I understand what he's saying with Democrats and how they believe on abortions and things like that. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, I I, I I can never travel that water. Absolutely. Ever. And, and by the way, the, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus uh, welcomes everyone, uh, whatever they're, but we have, uh, we have uh, white conservatives, we have people like yourselves in the African American Heritage Gun Club, you and Lewis and Daniel and the rest of the crowd there. We have the LGBT uh, gun group, the Pink Pistols. We have everyone. We disagree on, uh, many of us disagree on, on just about everything. I've got very liberal Democrats. We may argue on a lot of things, but we agree on the right, the need to keep that civil right mm-hmm. absolutely sacrosanct. So, mm-hmm. Reverend Christopher, way too soon out of time here. We will yeah. have to do this again sometime. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Thank you very much no, for coming. No, I thank you. Oh, my pleasure. My privilege. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. See you all next week. God bless you all. God bless America.
24-7-365. You're up and at them every day, so you don't want something like Medicare Part D to slow you down. At Walgreens, we'll take care of your Medicare Part D prescriptions, saving you time and money. Make the switch to Walgreens today and get more by earning 100 balance reward points and save up to $5 on each Medicare Part D prescription when Walgreens is your preferred pharmacy. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Prescription savings applies to Tier 1 generics when you fill out a preferred versus a non-preferred pharmacy on select plans. Points can't be earned in New York, New Jersey, or Arkansas. Other restrictions and limitations apply. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. Call 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. AM 1280, The Patriot is WWT. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.